0: Dude, it would be pretty funny to
1: get the bop it sound. I guess. I'm not sure when we would use it, but that's never stopped us before. I would. I, I feel like I would use
0: it anytime anybody gets hit by anything. <laughs> bop it.
1: <laughs> Does that, do we tell a lot of stories where people get hit with things?
0: I don't know. Like in this story, the guy gets beat up.
1: <laughs> bop it. It's, that's rude. Hi, it's What If. I'm Spencer. Okay. That's Ryan. hey your uh, '90s nostalgia and craft beer review with two white guys. Dot biz.
0: Boy, that would be a hell of a fucking domain, wouldn't Do you it? Own
1: that one yet? On your qu- nope. on your quest to own give, every domain on the internet.
0: Give me fifty-five
1: minutes. <laughs> uh, Ryan, did you, we've we've gone. Up, f- oh, go ahead. Did you ever play um, Ocarina of Time for? Nintendo 64.
0: Nintendo yeah. Fuck yeah, dog.
1: Zora. It, I just, just thought of Zora's domain when we were talking about you owning all the domains.
0: Yes. Where you got
1: to go inside the big fish guy, Zabumafu or whatever his name was. Zabumafu. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I don't know. What... Now I really want that to be his name. That's not. That's the lemur show on PBS, but. It was... Yes,
0: but that's what I'm saying. I want that to Something be like it that. now. Uh, how are you, bud? Um, you know I'm okay. Uh, I'm all right. You know I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it being like fucking 25 degrees and snowing for four or five days in a row is not exactly what the 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 psyche needed. Uh, but you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll happen. It's April in Minnesota, bro. The,
0: the thing that's bringing me joy today. Can you? If I put it, oh, you can I, see it. About, I can hear some. I made clinkies. An, I made an old fashioned in my house. Oh, nice! with With my very own orange twists and Angostina bitters. Wow! And um, You're a fancy boy. Yeah, being a fancy boy, pretending like I'm at a bar with people. Except, accident- except I'm in my room with you. I accidentally <laughs> but had not with you
1: three gallons of Miller Light delivered to my house today.
0: You know, there are a lot of things I allow to be accidents in the world. And uh, first of all, who who measures Miller Light in gallons? Because well, that's a very. No one. That's why it was a mistake.
1: I meant to have some amount. I didn't mean for it to be three gallons. I thought I was buying 12 12 ounce cans, and I bought 24 16 ounce cans. Sick. But it's just so cheap. I didn't even notice. It was still like $14.
0: Also, 24 16-ounce cans in a time of quarantine is, like, not even that <laughs> well, much. Well, wasn't
1: beer. the only thing I bought.
0: But I'm just saying you're going to totally be able to consume that in a.
1: By the end in, of this episode. in
0: the ta- By the end of this quarantine. <laughs> It'd be a hell of an episode.
1: I would mostly be in if the bathroom, we, I think, if I drank three gallons of anything <laughs> over the course of an hour.
0: For a couple different reasons. Mm-hmm
1: um your your joy is your your beverage today is that what we're doing i'm stepping up i feel like no
0: mm, that's part of it but i think it's really that i feel like everybody is stepping up their fucking like shit i can do at home shit Mm. you know like i've been making good ass meals and like good ass cocktails and like cleaning and shit you know like just like stepping up stepping up your life game because you gotta you got to focus on something.
1: I made so, some pretty legit nachos for lunch today, just because. Why the fuck not? You got to eat lunch.
0: That's tight, bro. Mm-hmm. I fuck with that heavy. Although the thing with nachos for me personally is like nachos has to be a night food because nachos are a sleepy food, man. I can't, I can't eat a plate of a nachos and go about food. my day. Yeah, bro, you got to eat nachos and go to, go night night. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: okay this concept of sleepy foods um can you elaborate on that
0: absolutely some foods make you sleepy (laughs) can you give me me some
1: other examples
0: pizza okay cheeseburgers so cheese makes cheese makes
1: you sleepy is that what you're saying
0: damn maybe i have a weird cheese allergy where it just makes me sleepy (laughs) are you sleep allergic to cheese um, no, I feel like, but I feel like it's like, uh, mm, Chinese food. Mm. I, yeah. I feel like those are, those are the types of foods where like pasta where like you eat them and you're like, hey I got to lay down for a little while now and maybe
1: go night night. How much <laughs> are, are you eating? <laughs> Is, are you sure it's not a quantity I don't know.
0: issue? No, it's not a, it's not a quantity thing. It's more like a, it's more like it, it you just feel like, whew. All right. I got a, I got a big ball of, dough in me now or whatever <laughs> What the fuck i don't know man it's a it's i think i think it's a carbs thing like because all those things have carbs in them so maybe it's like you just ride it ride a high and then you crash mm. and then you gotta go night night all right I'll look somebody back y- y- y'all are gonna have to back me up on some foods make you sleepy because that's for sure a real thing
1: three gallons of miller light makes me sleepy
0: that'll make you real
1: sleepy I'm drinking uh three
0: gallons of Miller Lite will make you uh maybe make
1: you like forever sleepy <laughs> if you drink too much. You may perish. Uh you may perish. I'm drinking some decaf coffee while we record tonight. It's pretty lit over here. Wow. Mm.
0: Wow. Decaf coffee. When did that start?
1: Um I don't know. A few weeks ago.
0: You getting rid of caffeine entirely, or no. you just just your afternoon it's coffee? My afternoon
1: coffee.
0: I used to drink Got it. When you need to go When you need to go night-night. Before I eat my
1: sleepy (laughs) foods, yeah.
0: It's your night-night beverage. (laughs) Uh, Cool, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you didn't even put a nip of anything in there either. You just drink it straight decaf coffee.
1: Sure am. It's delicious.
0: All right. Follow your heart. Live your truth. I'm doing it uh uh what's outside of the decaf coffee bringing you joy sure <laughs> which no de- decaf coffee's never brought anyone joy and i'll i'll have no other takes but <laughs> but what's bringing you joy
1: fair Um, uh, <laughs> i've been enjoying letting my dog take me for walks lately so what are you is he big enough to ride <laughs> well yes but that is not what i'm doing damn um damn i've just been letting him lead as long as he's like you know as long as he's being chill and not like pulling or being crazy just like all right dude you're you're driving we're going where you want to go and we're stopping to sniff stuff as long as you want to stop and sniff stuff
0: whoa i can't do that with my dog if i let my dog stop and sniff as long as she wanted to stop and sniff we would be on our walk for roughly seven to eight hours
1: well (laughs) yeah i mean they're not like short walks and we also don't go very far distance wise so we're we're taking mm. we're taking an hour to like go around the neighborhood, but it's been good.
0: It's more of like a like a stand around walk. It's an
1: exploration. <laughs> find a new corner. More cor- than a walk. You know?
0: I can dig it. Mm-hmm. You got to find a new corner to stand around on for a little while.
1: Right. He usually keeps it moving, you yeah. know. He'll he'll just put his nose to the ground and go roughly forward.
0: Oh, that, see, okay, so that's progress, though. My dog will put her nose to the ground and go backward. Oh. And then if you try to pull her and be like, come on, we're going this way, she'll just lay down. Mm. Like she learned the four-year-old trick of like if I just let my body weight do the work, <laughs> you can't <laughs> you can't get me going in the other direction. Yeah, thankfully my – So she just lays down. My
1: dude is too excited to ever do that. So he's, he's always oh, up sure. to just keep things moving. So you just got to like slowly lead him in a circle and, he'll, you know, eventually get back home.
0: I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm also Techniques.
1: very close to wrapping up season two of the Great Canadian Baking Show.
0: Is this uh, okay? So, you've I think you talked about this on social. You may have mentioned this on the
1: show. I think it was when we were is just talking the other night, but I don't know if I've okay. Got mentioned. it. Maybe I have. I don't know.
0: Is this is it just like straight up the exact same rules, format, producer, yep. production company, whatever, same. as?
1: like british exactly the same as a great british baking show just with different people
0: like all different country with a different accent
1: right but like they're in a in a tent and there are the same number of competitors and they do the same three bakes and i'm
0: sorry did you say they're in a tent is that a tenant of the main show oh yeah
1: they're all in the tent together to be tented yeah they bake in a tent
0: why (laughs) Why? Well, not that's like not, a, not where not kitchens like a are.
1: Two-person tent, like a big fancy—you'd have an outdoor party in it. Tent.
0: Well, that's still not where kitchens are, but it's a, better than what I was envisioning in my head. <laughs> it's like what they got—a fucking easy bake oven in there, making no, like little tiny like brownies, or what? Ten
1: electric ovens and stovetops.
0: I get it. Maybe it's because they have so much production like equipment and shit that it's just easier to do it outdoors. I don't know. They. they- Or maybe it's because Canada's such a nice place, eh? They do, like... It's real pretty out there. In all
1: the transitions, they usually give you, like, a wildlife update, you know, whatever the ducks are up to.
0: I can dig that.
1: Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's, like, it's basically the same show, just with, you know, 20% less of everyone's personality.
0: Okay. (laughs) Bazinga. (laughs) Bazinga to the Canadians Uh, in the building.
1: Well... Um, Not just these specific Canadians. I don't mean all Canadians.
0: Good. Uh, Okay, question. Mm -hmm. Ballpark me. How many of all the things you've seen baked on either the Great British or Great Canadian baking shows, how many things have you seen that you have wanted to cook? And how many things have you actually been like, I'm fucking baking that, bro? I'm fucking doing it.
1: Sure. Um, many things that I would want to bake and or eat. Um, yes. Fewer that have actually turned into things that I've baked or eaten. But the, it's definitely inspired like a general uptick in baking around my house. Not necessarily like specific Pro- ba- bakes, but.
0: Bro, it's is propaganda from the flour industry.
1: Dude, this so the Canadian version is for sure sponsored by a flower company because they
0: Oh my god, I nailed they it they
1: aggressively force like uh it's like Robin Hood or something flour into every shot and the logo is always facing the camera.
0: Fantastic. I love it. There was I love there it. was a shot in See, an episode I'm I watched right. the
1: other day. Somebody like kneeling down looking in the oven and there was a bag of flour with on the floor with the logo facing the camera.
0: And you're like, that's not where we keep the no, flour.
1: That's not sanitary.
0: <laughs> that's not the pantry. That's the floor. An
1: open bag of flour on the floor? Absolutely not. You just tried to tried to wedge it into the shot, however you could to fit your quota. To meet I don't quota. know
0: though. They are in a they are in a tent though. They are in a tent. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta store stuff in weird places. Have you
1: you've never watched any you of know? the the national baking shows?
0: Not once. I have oh, no man. idea. What. Oh, man. I have no idea.
1: Let me let me start is it you. Like, is
0: it like Chopped with Sugar?
1: I've never watched Chopped, but yeah, probably.
0: All right. Well, see, that I need to watch your show and you need to watch mine because Chopped is the bee's knees.
1: All right. I'll get you started on uh, whatever season it is with Selassie and Benjamina.
0: Literally, I have no idea what that means. Those are people. But I'm, I'm here for it. I thought they were recipes. Mm. Today we're going to be making Selassie <laughs> Benjamina. It's a fire bread from, from the far away.
1: fire bread from the far away? From the far, I was going to say from the far west. From the fairway. We are in a field after all in a tent.
0: You ever see bread where they like really literally throw it in the fire? They just take the dough and they lay it like on a burning <laughs> log. That's a real Fuck thing, this bro. this shit,
1: bake. Motherfucker,
0: bake. Fire bread bake faster (laughs) burn 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 Uh, fast bread
1: should we talk about robot gods and maybe possibly fucking them
0: (laughs) oh god we had to go right to that detail to kick things off huh well it's it's not it's not not a central plot point
1: it it sort of is it sort of is Uh, all right
0: all right i'll allow it (laughs) uh yeah man, let's fucking go. All right. We got like cults and fucking gods and fucking all kinds of weird shit. Yeah.
1: So the story is that of uh John Murray Spear. Who Great name. It is a great Top's name. name. More people it's like the farther back in history you go, the more middle names people like or second last names, I don't mm-hmm. know, I don't even know what that is. You got more three-name folks. Sure. Sure. What is there a name for that? Hmm. Jeremy Carry on. Jeremy Lock, Lockheed, Martin Corbell or whatever the fuck his name is. What? The Bob Lazar shit filmmaker guy with too many names. Oh, that's
0: right. He does have too many names. Anyway. Well, there is an IMDb list of famous actors with three names. You either not have really to be sure why that's necessary. an
1: actor, or uh, you have to assassinate someone. If you have three names, those are your only paths in life.
0: You have to either be an actor or assassinate someone. Yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald, know why John Wilkes by... Booth. Wow, that's true. I didn't even think there's about probably that. more. <laughs> do you know why? Uh, do you know why actors go by three names? To, because they're pretentious. It's because you have to have a. It, SAG AFRA requires that you have to have an individual unique name to be able to be compensated for your work and stuff. That's why Michael B. Jordan is Michael B. Jordan because Michael Jordan was already SAG, because, Af- because Sag Space AFRA Jam. for because of Space Jam. So you have to have a unique name. So like that's why Jamie Lee Curtis can't be jamie curtis because there was already a jamie Ac- jamie curtis actress that was in sag so she had to use her third name
1: that so seems That's seems like so a, many a system without a lot names. of foresight uh
0: having unique names mm-hmm. i mean i didn't make it i don't know
1: <laughs> i wasn't implying that you did but i'm just saying it i'm just saying i, I i'm not defending it <laughs> i wasn't I'm ex- not wasn't expecting you to i just was thinking aloud
0: Yes, that they that they weren't they weren't exactly planning for the fact that there may be like more than
1: one Mike Jones in yeah, the world. Yeah, that's not going to work forever. Probably not. Anyway, John Murray Spear was a universalist actor, mi- actor or a murderer <laughs> or a minister. I guess is your third option. Um, and he existed in the 1800s, and he was very early. Uh, I don't know. He was very progressive for his time. He advocated for prison reform, ending slavery, uh, getting rid of the death penalty, equal rights for women and and African Americans, and uh, actually operated a stretch of the Underground Railroad in and around Boston.
0: For a guy whose bad ideas we will get to later, he had some good did ones. Did have did have some good ideas? Mm-hmm. Like had some okay
1: ideas. So some some things that are worth defending. In 1844, he was in Portland, Maine uh, for an anti-slavery speech, and he was beaten so badly following the speech that he ended up in a coma. Yikes. Stripes. <laughs> and I really thought you you looked like you had a big thing to say, and then you said, yikes, stripes. <laughs> well— I trying to give you some room I was, there. And... <laughs> I,
0: yeah, I— I was going to go more into do we know for sure that it was uh people who uh like was it people who were in defending slavery who were anti
1: his slavery opinions? No, we don't. He may have been talking shit about their mothers.
0: Word. I I, I did see somewhere that uh that he had said something about um that he had attended a lecture by an anti-catholic speaker. And had encouraged people to like talk shit after the lecture, <laughs> including booing the person. And apparently, huh. people in the audience disagreed with his uh, vocal approach to attending someone else's talk. And I don't think the right response beat his to, ass.
1: to booing is to beat someone into a coma. That seems a little excessive.
0: I, yeah, big time. I think you just boo big louder, <laughs> <Or> possibly hiss. <laughs>
1: you could have just hissed. You didn't you need just, to you beat just anyone.
0: Ch- you just change the target of your booing. You boo that person, right?
1: So anyway, uh, he recovered from that coma, but reported having some strange visions and premonitions of the future while he was in that coma, um, which may or may not have informed some of his decisions after being in that coma. So, yeah, uh, yeah. 1844. He has some weird. He's in a coma. Has some weird visions of the future. In 1847, he reads a book called The Principles of Nature, Her Divine Revelations, and a Voice to Mankind by Andrew Jackson Davis, another three-named fella. And Jackson claimed that he didn't actually write that text, but rather it was channeled to him by Emanuel Swedenborg and the mm. ancient greek physician galen both of whom were deceased at the time
0: so he's out here uh having phone calls with dead people yeah
1: um and da- he is the dead people hotline davis was um are you familiar with the spiritualist movement or the spiritualists at all i am only because i went
0: to uh I went to a Catholic school for a couple of years and took a world religions class. And we talked about a lot of the different movements, both in and adjacent to Christianity. Sure. They were, uh, there were some, uh, you know, they were some interesting folks <laughs> doing some interesting stuff. Yeah. So it- they're like the, the origins of a lot of the, um, I don't know. Like they're, they're, they're the origins of a lot of like, paranormal adjacent
1: religious stuff they're why we have ouija like
0: right that's that's (laughs) like maybe the best maybe the best example of that but also like they were people who believed that like like i think for a lot of people they believe that like ghosts and god can't exist in the same world
1: uh yeah, sort of. I mean they they believed that like there was not a clear line between life and death and that you could communicate across that line. Yeah, that,
0: they were doing like uh they were like the knockers, right? When they like fucking table rap and shit and then like the table would rap back and they'd be like see that's a dead person talking to me like I'm fucking in both worlds right now. Let's go.
1: Right, and they yeah, they would have séances and stuff and uh They believe that your soul survived after death and that people could actually like continue to uh, grow and improve themselves. Um, And their idea of God was more of like a like a universal consciousness kind of thing, more than like a guy in the sky kind of thing.
0: Right. More like an energy you interface with.
1: Yeah. So they would uh they would have seances and um try and communicate with people who had passed either like through channeling, so speaking through a person, through a medium, or through like automatic writing or uh yeah, rapping on stuff and all kinds of different ways. So anyway, Andrew Davis who wrote this book or channeled or automatic wrote this book was a very early adopter of the spiritualist movement. And through reading this book, uh, John Murray Spear got involved or interested in the movement as well. So he starts going to seances and also trying to, or believing he was speaking to the dead on his own, outside of actual seances. And started channeling people and doing automatic writing where basically people believe that they're writing down words from some spirit or deceased person, but it's coming physically through them. So you you go into like a trance and sit down with a pen and paper and some spirit speaks through your pen.
0: Which is also like part of why it is an interestingly like adjacent religious movement because it's a super similar sentiment to what Christians believe or how Christians believe the Bible was created is like, really like the book of John. Yeah. Like, like they don't believe that the book of John was like, John was just like chilling and writing. Like a lot of Christians believe that the Bible was created by men who had God's voice, like, flowing through them, that they were, like, literally capturing God's voice to create a holy text.
1: That sounds messy.
0: That's why they call the Bible, like, God's word, because they believe it is, like, God's word, and that these people were, like, vehicles for the religious message of the deity, but not, like, taking any creative liberties of their own.
1: That sounds messy, but we'll, we'll go with it
0: they're super messy just like there's like lots of books in the bible that aren't in the bible anymore (laughs)
1: Hmm. okay messy (laughs) anyway messy bro um so yeah spear is he's writing this stuff he's talking to dead people he's channeling dead people and um by 1852 so five years after first reading davis's book and kind of discovering all this stuff He believed he was talking with uh, quite a few dead people, including John Adams, Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, um, and others who were part of this, what he called the Association of Beneficents, Mm. which is not a word I'm familiar with, but can kind of infer the meaning of. Yeah. And- They're- Huh? Go ahead. Within that association- There were smaller, like, uh, groups, I guess, or tasks, task forces. um, Sure. Based on the spirits areas of expertise. So we had things like the uh, governmentizers, the educationizers.
0: (laughs) The electricizers. The
1: healthfulizers. Healthfulizers. (laughs) And the agricultural agriculturalizers, no Englishizers Bro, in there apparently.
0: Okay, so <laughs> I gotta say two things about this.
1: One, they could have used I a languageizer. <just> like,
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, run these guys through my <laughs> languageizer here, and uh, oh look what we've got. Uh, I two two things about this just really strike me. One, I find it just monstrously funny that this guy is like a. Hey, I could talk to dead people and hey, you should check out my friends. Like I'm just gonna I got the coolest friends. I got fucking Thomas Jefferson out here, Ben Franklin. Uh they're my they're my dead homies and I talk to my dead homies when I feel like it. And like there's nothing funnier to me than being like, "Oh, interesting. Like, so where does your wisdom come from?" "Oh, it's my dead friends and they're all super famous people. You've met them. You remember hearing about Ben Franklin, right? Yeah, he's my dead friend." Like it's just such a strange way of like Trying to get clout by being like, "Oh no, I talk to dead people, but only the famous ones you've for sure heard of. They're like my consult in the fucking
1: afterlife." My wife goes to another and school. The, you, you wouldn't know her.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then the and then the other half of it that I find so funny is this whole concept of being like, "Uh, shit, shit, shit. How do I? I gotta. Mm, I mean, if if I know something about this." How do I talk about that group? Well, they all worked in electricity, so the electricizers. <laughs> He's got all these fucking corny gangs, like corny superhero gangs of dead people yeah. that he spent less than five seconds thinking about the creativity of the no- the naming of those. But- like, as if those famous people would hit the afterlife and be like, what are we? Mm, we're the agricultural electricizers. <laughs> No, bro. So, they would not do that.
1: I'm not a an English language expert by any means. But it seems like there are other words for all of these things that would have been in existence in 1850. Like that's why it's funny to me
0: that they're like they're like weird like gang names that he like made up for them. It were, it's it seems like it should be the scene in Anchorman where the news fucking the news teams all come together and like have a battle in the park. But
1: but they're so close to the actual words like Educationizers? Do you mean educators? Yes. And if <laughs> right, and if not, then why didn't you make another cooler name than almost the normal name but dumber sounding? Yes. Or healthfulizers? It's almost like healthfulizers. Really? We're health. No. Healthy. We're healthful. Man, we're doing it now, and there's several of us. Because
0: it's like, it's like making the healthful part a verb. It's super. So it's like you're making people healthful.
1: Mm. Yeah. So it's it's not great. Anyway,
0: it's almost like it's almost like he had a traumatic brain injury (laughs) and wasn't very good at making up (laughs) names for things anymore. (laughs) Almost like that.
1: Uh, Totally.
0: Almost like that.
1: So the uh, electrolyters Association of (laughs) Electrizers. Electrizers. I may have said that wrong the first time. Anyway.
0: Electricizers, I think it is, because it's electricizers, so I think it's I'm electricizers.
1: Seeing, I'm seeing elect electrizer, E-L-E-C-T-R-I-Z-E-R. That would be electrizer, oh, right?
0: I also found electricizer in another spot. Electricizer. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe he was. Yeah, let me see if I can find it. I is had that it like, another one of these I pulled up.
1: Is that like exercise or like you have an electric incisor? I mean, we don't yeah, have to ask one electric the dead tooth. guy.
0: We, we, <laughs> damn, that would be... It's like one of those uh, electric knives you use to cut turkey, but it's just in your
1: mouth. I was imagining like a shake weight. It just goes up and down and mashes your your shit. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, just throw throw that steak on my electric... Electris- ah, uh, fuck, I can't even say it. Alexizers. Elec- <laughs> Alexa, chew my food. Uh, Okay. Yeah, here it is. Band
0: of electricizers. I have it here. Okay. E- E-L-E-C-T-R-I-C-I-Z-E-R-S.
1: So, unfortunately, we were, we were relying a lot on secondary sources for this stuff. Uh, but there was, there was a newspaper that was covering a lot of this at the time, the practical spiritualist newspaper called The New Era. And so a lot of the other sources that we're pulling from reference that and there are scans of some of those papers but most of them are like a super low res scan of like a fucking billboard sized block of text <laughs> and it was really hard like uh, uh, many of them were blurry enough that i couldn't actually read them and so on
0: and and a block of text printed on a printing press from the 1800s
1: plus years ago yeah right um So there's an article from Mental Floss called When 19th Century Spiritualists Believed a God Machine Would Save Humanity by Andrew Lenoir um, that I'm relying on a lot, but he's mostly citing that new era newspaper from the 1850s. Anyway. It's a strong title. Yeah. Uh, Spoilers in the title, but that's okay. So the electricizers um, tell spear that he needs to build something and benjamin franklin i guess was the leader of this charge and thanks ben he called it god's last best gift to man and there are set big big shit bro several names for it uh my favorite is new motive power because it sounds sort of like an R&B group, but also maybe, like, they could be wrestlers. Oh, <laughs> yes! It's like a combination of the NWO and New Power Generation. So I'm just imagining, Bro. like, Prince's oh, yeah. band in, a like, a fucking cage match.
0: I Now I can't not <laughs> see someone animate that
1: into a cartoon for me, because... I need it. And this thing was to be something between, like, a magical generator and God.
0: And, like, a
1: robot? Kind of? Yeah. So, according to, uh, again, this Mental Floss article, which I think is citing uh, New Era or whatever the fuck it was called, the The New Era... Um, it was to be a perpetual motion device that will have the power to impart its electrical forces to any number of machines. So basically a, a generator that doesn't need anything, doesn't need gasoline or anything to generate electricity.
0: It's a perpetual power machine.
1: Yeah. and a perpetual motion machine. It's also described as, quote, a grand practical movement for the redemption of the human race. So the idea was that this thing was going to be so powerful technologically that it would solve all of our problems of like needing to work and create things. And we would all be able to just live this utopian life of leisure because new mode of power was taking care of us.
0: They, in religion, sometimes they call it the curse of Adam, which is the whole idea that like, In the Garden of Eden before Adam and Eve bit the apple, everything was chill and God was providing them everything they needed and they had abundance and all that stuff. And when Adam did the thing he wasn't supposed to do and committed original sin, that's when everything went to shit. And now the curse of Adam is everybody, instead of getting God's abundance hand delivered to them and having mango trees everywhere and just like sitting and thinking and sleeping and whatever, like, now you got to wake up in the morning and fucking feed the horses, and you got to fucking... Go build
1: a go-kart with your you know, ex-landlord. S- s-
0: build a go-kart with your ex-landlord? What? <laughs> Never mind. I don't
1: get the reference. It's a Mitch Hedberg joke. It's fine.
0: Okay. Um, You know, you got to fucking... You got to till your field. You got to do all this fucking shit. Uh, and so basically they seemed to say that that was going to be a fix for all this, that this was going to create enough energy and also a very important detail of what it would be capable of. Uh, I found to be that they referred to it as quote, a living working mechanism, which would bear offspring, a race of self-replicating, uh-huh. self-powering machines. Uh-huh. What? Well, you might need other ones I'm at sorry. some point
1: what there, you can't they just thought have they were one, creating you can't just have one in Massachusetts you you need them all over the world eventually so they were creating a machine like life form yeah they, they were gonna build a I robot mean... to take care of us that could also make additional robots as ne- as needed that I mean while also establishing universal honest. basic income
0: we don't have yes we don't have that ability to have a machine that makes more of itself
1: today. No, this wasn't a good. I- fact this ha- wasn't a good idea, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> if if it was, we wouldn't yes. be talking about it
0: here. I, I'm I'm just saying, like, if some if that came out today, and somebody in the Times was like, "Hey, with all of the technology we have right now, uh, we think we can make a machine that'll make more of itself," everyone would be like, "Yeah, okay, bro. Good good luck with that." And they tried to do that. 150 years ago i'm just saying i don't think a lot of it's people a bad idea like, now it's a way worse idea back then. i don't
1: think a lot of people expected him to succeed <clears throat> well he had some followers though <laughs> he had some followers uh real quick ryan let's take a break to talk about better help yes this week's episode is brought to you
0: by better help uh better help is a fantastic safe and private online way to get access to your very own licensed professional therapist. Uh, If you feel like there's something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, or you just need to talk to someone who's not a friend, not a family member, not a coworker, uh, somebody who is a licensed, again, professional therapist, uh, you can start communicating with that person in under 24 hours with BetterHelp. It's professional counseling. You can send messages anytime. Uh, you can get timely, thoughtful
1: responses. You can do weekly video and phone sessions. And BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it super easy to change counselors if you need to, and it's totally free to change. Um, It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available if you need it. Uh, They deal with a wide range of uh, specialties, including depression, stress, anxiety, LGBT matters, family conflicts, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So if you want to start living a happier life today... Uh, Go to betterhelp.com slash what if, and you'll get 10% off your first month. So join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health today by going to betterhelp.com slash what if.
0: 2020, we're all going to therapy. Uh,
1: So yeah, this thing, it was going to end slavery, farming, factory work, housework. Uh, People liberated from daily labor, people would be free to open themselves up to the spirits. And to mentally connect with the new motive power. Mm. So it would also, because it would somehow have the knowledge of all people simultaneously, it would um make us all like more enlightened at the same time. It's a Google bot. Yeah, sure. So for the next nine months after Spear decided that he was gonna build this thing, or after Benjamin Franklin told him to, excuse me. Um, he, he spent those nine months going into trances to download the blueprints to his brain from the dead guys.
0: Awesome.
1: Just awesome. So that took about nine months and then they started construction in May of 1854 at High Rock Tower in Lynn, Massachusetts, which is about... 10 miles north northeast of boston can you imagine
0: spending nine months just shutting your door and being like okay i'm John john my machine blueprints and i hope when i take it out this door all these people are going to be like sick bro let's get some parts
1: yeah all right did, did he already have universal basic income or how was he affording this nine month um uh, what's the word for when professors take time off to go learn new shit and then come back and teach people about it
0: hiatus no,
1: oh it um it's it's that but you know it sounds smarter
0: it's right on the tip of my tongue yeah whatever and you're all screaming
1: it at your phones right now I'm sure uh anyway yeah I, d- I don't know how any of this shit happened and there's not great documentation of any of it um so they start building this Megazord, according to Ben Franklin's blueprints <laughs> with a with a two thousand dollar budget. Sabbatical. There it is. Thank you. God, I
0: I literally had to stare out my window until it came <laughs> into my head or I wasn't gonna be able to fucking do the rest of the
1: show. Yeah, Carry so on. he finished his Megazord sabbatical and pools two thousand dollars to start building this thing, which is still it's like sixty K in 2020 dollars it's a lot of money is it to build an all-knowing robot
0: i don't have 60k right now to build an all-knowing robot well,
1: right but if you were going to i feel like you would probably need more than 60k right
0: oh yes yes i thought you meant is it an, is it like how did he get that much money to be able to do that no no, no.
1: it seems like not uh, enough for the uh the scale of what he's trying to accomplish.
0: Sure. You're saying like that should be a billion dollar machine. Right. If it's going to be doing all of the things he says it's going to be doing.
1: Right. Like not. Sure. Not a luxury car budget. (laughs)
0: Maybe it's like a V1. It's like a 1.0. It's a beta machine.
1: I think it was supposed to be, honestly. I think that that really was part of the plan is that they were going to like build a, a scale Model of this thing, prove that it worked, and then build a giant one.
0: He's like, "Look, man, there's a lot of dead people up there. Sometimes they're arguing. It's a little hard to hear what they're saying. All right, I'm doing my best. Okay, I'm writing everything down as good as I can. Just like let's give it a shot. Took me a while to
1: learn everyone's voices."
0: yeah. I'll I'll go ask Benjamin for some
1: feedback once we get it running, see what he says. Like the first Wu Tang solo album or the first Wu Tang crew album, I never knew who anyone was because there were like nine dudes on every song.
0: Right. And you were like, How do I separate their voices? Took me to the solo albums to really start figuring it out. That's damn. Right. Fucking what a what a metaphor for this situation.
1: <laughs> so Andrew Davis, who sort of in a roundabout way inspired all this through his book, visited the construction <laughs> site at one point and uh, described what he saw to the Spiritual Telegraph, which was another spiritualist newspaper of the day. Wish, wish I could still get it. And he descri- He said, quote, for them, meaning the people building it, each wire is precious, as sacred as a spiritual nerve. Um, he believed that this thing was the, the new motor, as it was sometimes also called was genuinely spirit inspired and supernatural in origin, whatever that means. Um, but he also quote, left with the impression that something had gone very wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You think Davis who had first told spear to speak with spirits worried that this quote model man had turned into a mad one.
0: I mean, there's no there's no universe in which you feel like y- you could you could look at what they're doing and be like, "Yep, this is all on the up and up." <laughs> These guys are talking to dead guys, translating their thoughts into blueprints, mm-hmm. and spending sixty grand to work inside of this building to make it come to life. Like no one, no one would have been like,
1: "Good on you, keep up the good work, guys." Yeah, so. There are lots of descriptions of what this thing actually was and what it looked like and what it was made out of. Um, they vary a bit, but the uh, the best or most at least most fun description I found uh, is in an article called The Building of the God Machine from bibliotechpedias.net. Perfect. Something like that. Um, Perfect. And, okay, so he was getting these uh, plans from the electricizers. And the this account is slightly different. It says that it required nine months for construction. The other account I read said nine months of, like, planning. And then also in this article, it says in, Why not both? in parentheses gestation. That's mm-hmm. so the nine months may good. have been an intentional preset amount of time. They do make it a very like virgin birth thing here, yeah. Um, okay, so th- this article says the group was not given an overall plan but built it bit by bit, adding new parts much in the same way that one decorates a Christmas tree awesome no images of the new power motive or new motive power exist but apparently it was impressive sitting on a big dining room table i i gotta be they honest started man, with I a fucking pay... wooden table as the base of their god yeah, of course <laughs> well where else are you gonna put it i'm saying where else they, are you gonna need, put they it? need a bigger budget is all i'm saying
0: i yes i um I would pay an unconscionable amount of money for just, like, six or seven hours of the audio inside of that room. (laughs) As they're building Like, one random guy coming over. Yeah, like, no, we got to put the copper thing here to do the thing. Like, I would just love to hear them trying to justify their bullshit as they're doing it.
1: Yeah. Um, From the center of the table, going back to this uh, To Build God article... From the center of the table rose two metallic uprights connected at the top by a revolving steel shaft. The steel shaft supported a transverse steel arm from whose extremities were suspended two large steel spheres, including, ma- include, mm, enclosing magnets beneath the spheres. Check. There appeared a very curiously constructed fixture, a sort of oval platform, uh, formed a peculiar combination of magnets and metals. Directly above mm. this were suspended a number of zinc and copper plates um, said to correspond with the brain as an electric reservoir. These were supplied with lofty metallic conductors reaching upward to an elevated stratum of atmosphere said to draw power directly from the atmosphere. Perfect. in uh, in combination with these principal parts were adjusted various metallic bars, plates, wires, magnets, insulating substances, peculiar, peculiar chemical compounds, etc. Yeah. It sounds like they made a really shitty
0: computer <laughs> with like junkyard junk in, in the their
1: sh- kitchen. In the shape of a person.
0: In the shape of like a, yeah.
1: On a dining room table. I
0: I read one piece where like they had a thing that was supposed to symbolize lungs.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, It says in this, um, in addition to the quote, lower limbs, which we skipped over, um, a motor was equipped with an arrangement for quote, inhalation and respiration. So they were pumping air into this thing somehow or- it's a fucking machine, bro. No, it's it a, it's a living being breed. that's going to spawn offspring, dog. God. <laughs> how
0: do these how did these people cuz like the, at this point we didn't really talk, we didn't really clarify. At this point, it's not just him, right? Like it's him and like a squad. Yeah. Like I, he has It's
1: unclear to me like how many gang of, or or who these people are, but <clears throat> correct. He was not working alone
0: yeah like he had people who are like, No, 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 this is it. <laughs> we're doing this,
1: yeah, um, so it gets weirder they <laughs> oh, it does say in this article as well that uh this was only a working model, and that the final version would be much bigger and cost ten times as much. oh, so I
0: guess that's where we're
1: okay, we're gonna have a six hundred thousand dollar budget for the final version, which still seems kind of low, but more in the ballpark, I guess.
0: This is uh, this is the old, they're making the first yeah. pancake. Proof of
1: concept, and then they were going to launch their Kickstarter. Got to make the first pancake. Yeah. Uh, okay. So they charged it electrically somehow. Uh, so it had, like, the, the outside of it was primarily metal, and then there were a bunch of magnets all around this thing. They gave it an electrical charge somehow. Um, and then... The engine was, quote, exposed to carefully selected individuals of both sexes who were brought into its presence one at a time in order to raise the level of its vibrations. What? If that's not hippie woo-woo code for they fucked that robot, I don't know what is. What year is this? 1854. Or maybe 55. They started in May, I think, of 54. But it also says they took nine months, Hmm. so probably 54. Why?
0: Got it. I was trying to think about, like, when electricity was, like, ubiquitous.
1: Well, they had Ben, Ben Franklin telling them what to do, man.
0: I mean, that's real. Um... I was just trying to think about, like, how, like, what what their degree of experience in electricity would be.
1: Right. Um, I mean, I think the concept has been Because it seems around, relatively early. Concept has been around for a long time. I think the 17th century was when shit really started popping. Uh, ben Franklin's kite experiment was 1752. Um, Okay. An early electric battery was made in 1800. Um, Alessandro Volta made the first battery in 1800. By 1831, so elec- really, eight. 1831, electricity became viable and used for technology, uh, thanks to Michael Faraday, who made the first generator. So it would have been somewhat recent, but they would have... It existed. The first electric right, street lamps like, okay. in New York were 1882. So they were yeah.
0: Okay, so like late late 19th century really.
1: What? That it was like commonplace?
0: Or um, yeah, I mean if we didn't have street lights until the late 1880s, that's late 19th century.
1: Right. It's it's just there's not like a clear date of like when we harnessed the power of electricity. It happened over hundreds of years, you know. Sure. And it's sure. still evolving. So For sure. I, I, there's not like a clear answer, but generators existed by I 1831. Guess if that's maybe a useful electric point. generators existed
0: by 1831. Yeah. Okay,
1: yeah.
0: that's helpful. I guess I, I guess what I was trying to like think through is what their like what their goal with infusing it with electricity would have been, and how familiar they would have been with like the concepts of electricity and what it might accomplish by doing that.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. We're also we're also eighteen years pre light bulb for uh, some more context.
0: Yeah, so that's I mean that's early, early. Yeah, they're building this machine by candlelight right now.
1: <laughs> yes, correct. Or weird. daylight, <laughs> fucking weird. But yes, <laughs> or daylight. Uh, okay, so I don't know. They were weird. They were doing it by candlelight. <laughs> so they, uh, yeah, they they selected some people to. Um, Quote, raise the vibrations of this machine. And then Spear... With their sexual endeavors? Uh, it sounds like it, but it does not explicitly say so. Spear encased himself in an elaborate construction of metal plates, strips, and gemstones. Gotta bring the crystals out. And was brought into... Bro, it, again. Yeah, dude. Brought into gradual contact with the machine. What would you, what would you pay for? Uh, for one hour, he went into a deep trance, which left him exhausted. And according to a clairvoyant who was present, created a stream created a stream of light like an umbilical cord that linked him to the machine.
0: Would have paid money to watch video of this. <laughs> happening. Clairvoyant in the room as this dude covered in pots and pans and crystals (laughs) lays down on his fucking weird table fucking
1: machine and is like oh (laughs) Um, Soon after this Bangs his pots and pans around until it starts working. Soon after this a woman in their cult that they called the new Mary began exhibiting symptoms of pregnancy which they believed to be the essence of their new motive power thing Mm, sure. Um, through communication with the dead guys, uh, <laughs> they decided that she was their, quote, new Mary, or Mary of the new dispensation, a.k.a. Megazord's mom. And- Hell yeah. She started- Put it on the list. <laughs> she, <laughs> she started living in the lab with this thing full time in order to, um, mother it, I guess? Raise it, um, and there the spear and other spiritualists made daily efforts to quote charge the machine and infuse it with life. Mm. With some mm. evidence suggesting these did they with some evidence suggesting these exercises were decidedly sexual. Mm. I think this dude spent nine months. Jerking off on a table.
0: <laughs> oh, God. I retract everything I said about wanting visual yeah, visual evidence know. of any of this occurring. I think
1: even the audio would have been pretty rough most days.
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, Not into it.
1: Eventually, they claimed that um, their new Mary person birthed this thing and it started moving. I don't exactly know how that process worked or even how they describe it working. You can't
0: birth a table, okay? You right. Can't, like you they, can't do it. They'd
1: already built the thing, so I don't know like she was birthing some sort of nope,
0: don't, don't tr- life nope, life don't, essence. Nope, don't try. a
1: spirit or something into it. I don't to, I don't know. You're only going to break your brain. Don't You're only going to hurt yourself. <laughs> uh, this thing allegedly moved a little bit for a while and then stopped. And uh, they ended up moving the thing to Randolph, New York. They dis- disassembled it and moved it. Uh, I don't know why.
0: Because um, people kept trying to look at their weird sex machine and they were like, we got to get out of here.
1: I, I don't know. It's unclear. And then Spear claims that one night some local hooligans uh, destroyed his machine and threw it into a pond. I mean, however, Scientific American in November of 1854 said, quote, we do not believe a word respecting a mob breaking into the building and destroying the spiritual machine. We are of the opinion that it was broken by the crafty author of it, whose schemes had come to the exact point of exposing his ridiculous pretensions. Damn. <laughs> Shots fired.
0: So they're on some like they're on some like, yeah, uh this guy's full of shit, and we're gonna put it in our newspaper.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh there it has not been seen since, except for I'll send you this link real quick um, from danbaines.com. Somebody claims to have found it in, Ooh, an, attic, that's fun. in an attic in Colorado. Um, this is from what? March. I'm sure it's a hoax, but it's fun to to look at. This is from July of 2019. Uh, the article Tight. is called John Murray Spears... Mechanical Messiah discovered in a Colorado attic. And there's some photos. Awesome. Um, it looks quite small, which I guess would sort of make sense. It's got like two kind of horn-looking things on either side of a big tube in the middle. There's a skull on the top, which is really cool. There's some kind of vacuum tube light bulb-looking things, which... I don't think could have existed in the 1850s. It might be a giveaway. And then there's a...
0: This thing looks creepy as shit and it's cool, but this for sure is not it.
1: No, it's not. Um, And then there's a drawer with uh, a crucifix and some vials and what looks to be a... uh, What's the thing that you all touch on the Ouija board and it moves around on its own? Like the planchette or something? I don't know. I don't know. It's called something like that. I've never actually used a Ouija board. Um, But this is almost certainly a hoax. I don't know what uh, danbaines.com is all about. We could try and find out, I guess.
0: Yeah, this definitely isn't it because didn't they say in the – or is the assumption here that it wasn't actually thrown into the pond in that
1: town that they moved it to? Well, right. I I think – the idea is that Spears claimed some punks destroyed it and threw it in a pond, but most people think he just stopped working on it because it was obviously insane and he didn't have any support for it anymore.
0: Oh, see, I got—I was under the impression that it was definitely destroyed and thrown in a pond, but the newspaper
1: was like, "Yeah, bro, and your crazy ass is the one that destroyed it and threw oh, it in a pond." <laughs> I read it as that was an excuse for why he wasn't working on it anymore. But the real reason was more like no one wanted to help him with this dumb idea anymore.
0: Got it. Got it. But I I, I read it as like, yeah, you you bombed your own shit so that you didn't have to be responsible for it anymore. That could also be. And you were like the kid, the neighborhood, the neighbor kids fucked me up. (laughs) Bottle
1: kids. Bottle kids. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) bottle kids. Um, Um, Yeah, I think that's the end of that story. (sighs)
0: Fucking a man. That's a that's a pretty wild one. It's a pretty wild one. I I think one of the things that like I was taken with with this whole story with the reading that I did on it was just like it does ring a little bit similar to the like the cults episode that we did where like there, there's like a cult level mentality you kind of have to have to be able to rally around such a far out idea. Yeah. And be like, nah, this dude's going to into his room every day and downloading blueprints from dead geniuses and we're gonna fucking work on on this machine at this table together and then have sex with it. Like there's like some like really, really far out ideas that feel like you gotta have a cult leader steering that ship to to be able to believe it.
1: I think there's some something to like the the very quick turn also of Spear being this like very progressive, very like socially active uh, like from all accounts smart, well-spoken dude who had some like new exciting ideas that would have been good for the world turning right. very quickly to I'm going to build a, a robot god and we got to fuck it for 9 months <laughs> right, right. You know, so right. I, like the, I could see him getting some people on board for like, oh, he has this new project that he's working on and it's going to be revolutionary. Like, OK, this dude is I, I agree with his ideas about, uh, you know, abolishing slavery and empowering women and nonviolence and all this other stuff that would have been like incredibly revolutionary in the 1800s. And then you right, show right, up right. and he, sh- he tells you what you're what you're doing and you're screwed. <laughs> and you spend the next three, three I mean, months trying to find a way out i will say like you know
0: i have no knowledge of this but like i will say i do think one thing that could explain such a quick turn could be something like a traumatic brain injury you oh know? i think like, that's,
1: it's very likely like that's i what heard happened. yeah
0: yeah because like i mean i even i don't I don't know if you use these words exactly, but, like, I heard he was, like, in a coma for multiple weeks before he, like, like, that's how bad he got beat up. Right. So he came back to the world with, like, probably a different mindset in many ways. Yeah.
1: No, I I, I think that's most likely what happened.
0: And that's, I mean, that would explain the kind of hard left this dude took into,
1: uh... I've got this idea. It's like, right. yeah. And, and his life before that would explain why initially he probably had some support for it. Or he right. as an individual right. had some support. And then he pitched this wild idea and over the course of a year lost all of his support. Lost lost that yeah. support. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh,
0: lesson two. Learned? I don't know. I I I feel like if if dead Benjamin
1: Franklin's telling you you have to build robot god, you gotta at least give it a shot, though, right? Like even if you're like, I'm that's a really good point. I'm ninety nine percent sure this is because I I bonked my brain. But I
0: should probably find out. But if Ben's right, yeah, yeah, exactly. If Ben's right, I'm gonna I'm gonna really be kicking myself when the next guy down the road gets it. And I could have been the guy to make the
1: god machine, and now it's or, him. You know, you know, World War I rolls around, and I could have prevented the whole thing. Could have been living in utopia by now. Right. For sure. Undoing the, the Adam, Curse of Adam, or whatever the fuck.
0: Curse of Adam. Yeah, bro. That's what you get when you, when had you deal the, with
1: openly snakes.
0: Could have had the fucking Google bots hoeing our fields instead of us. <laughs> All we need is a little electricity and... Alexa, ho my field. All all you need is
1: some electricity
0: and some sexual attention.
1: All right, dude. Well anything you wanna leave the all right. leave the people with this week? We
0: appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening. We hope you're keeping your heads and your hearts up and all of this weirdness and wildness. Uh thanks for being here. If you guys want to leave us a voicemail, we're gonna keep doing uh we're gonna keep doing oh, we can tease it. Uh this Thursday. Yeah. We got a bonus episode coming out. Sure do. Uh we we be we sh- we probably should have teased it earlier. Uh we've been late on our voicemails and we know that and we don't apologize cuz we don't know y'all shit but we do love you and we do want to play your voicemails. We love you, but we owe you nothing. Uh, and 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 uh, we, yeah, so on uh, Thursday of this week we're going to do a bonus episode on the main feed for free. It's just all a voicemails episode. We're going to be uh playing stuff that y'all have left us over the past Months. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that'll be fun. If you want to leave us more voicemails, we're going to probably continue doing those because we have even more to catch up on. We didn't get through nearly all of them in the episode that's coming out on Thursday. Uh, if you want to do leave us a voicemail, it's 612 246 4614. Emails are high at com. We are at whatifpod on all social. Come join the Facebook group. We're all keeping ourselves sane and happy and smiling with good news and good memes and good energy in the Facebook group. If you want to join the Facebook group, it's the What If Podcast. And leave us a review on iTunes. There's so many of them. When we hit 500, we're going to do another full live episode. It'll be pretty fun. Okay, love you guys. See you later. Bye.
1: Bye.